This is the 2022 Annual Predictions Report. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. Every year since 2005, I have been writing annual predictions, and every year I say the same thing. I write predictions even though I don't like writing them. I hesitate to make predictions, especially about world events, because I do not want to influence anyone's thinking or skew the energy in any particular direction. Our manifestation powers are strong now, and we create with our thoughts and intentions, so what we think becomes the reality we live in. And we can use the energy in any way we want to. So keeping the focus on high frequency expansion and the world we want to live in as opposed to being discouraged by what we see as a world gone mad is important. Now more than ever, there is enormous power in the shared collective awareness because the collective family of humanity is far more aware of its power, interconnectedness, multidimensionality, and its place in the universe than it has ever been before. This makes us more powerful and stronger manifestors. If thoughts were powerful before, they are exponentially so now. Since my predictions are read by millions of people from dozens of countries who can translate and interpret what they read in many different ways, sharing these predictions is a mission that I take very seriously, and I write them with a great deal of care. And I have found that they're very accurate when I review them during the course of the year, which I encourage you to do too. The details of exactly what will happen are not always part of the information I share with you. It's more focused on what has the potential to happen or what is energetically aligned to allow certain events unfold in particular ways. And this year, I focus more on the energy and energetic concepts because this is part of our 5D ascension integration and our multidimensionality. Because we have evolved so much since the beginning of this century and indeed this millennium, knowing the availability of different potentials and tools serves as a decision-making guide rather than a dire warning of the upcoming year's events. As you read these predictions, avoid looking for confirmation of things to come and don't look for the doom and gloom scenarios. I refuse to consider them as a possibility. Rather, use this information as a tool to manage your own life and energy as you embark on a new year filled with potential, power, and possibilities. 
I deliberately avoid the doom and gloom or pie-in-the-sky predictions that others make because I believe it serves no useful purpose to predict bad events since I know we have control over our individual and collective realities. And I don't believe that spouting sweetness and light, the belief that the universe will somehow make everything better and that we will all be taken care of without our active participation, is simply unrealistic. It is not consistent with our roles as co-creators in the universe, and it's therefore also misinformation designed to foster the belief that our lives unfold in a predestined way that we are powerless to stop, alter, or control. Are you ready to shine brightly for another year? I know the last few years have been tough, but we are truly making progress. This year will, again, be different because we're shining with a much higher frequency, We are accompanied by many more people who are joining in the collective 5D ascension process with us. I know that the journey has been long and challenging and the last few years have been extremely difficult, but we've been at this for several decades and in some ways we're tired and I'm going to talk about that in the 2022 predictions and why that's happening. But the evolving spiral of ascension isn't achieved in a day and we cannot measure the success that's achieved over a journey of many lifetimes by what happens in a single year or even a single lifetime. Enjoy the 2022 predictions. I would like to say that we begin 2022 with a clean slate and a fresh start, but that would not be true. We start this year with a lot of carryover energy from 2021 and 2020. This is a very pivotal year, and what happens this year will determine how this ascension cycle progresses and what happens between now and 2025 and 2030. I think I can say that after the last two years, many people are looking forward to a new year and new energies. We have been through a lot since 2020, and we're ready for a new vibe, new energies, more peace, and a lot less chaos. Every year has an energy theme, and if we look back at the themes of the last two years, they have focused on topics like congruence, harmony, wholeness, and aspects that created energetic cohesiveness. That continues through this year because the one thing that will serve us in our ongoing ascension process is to maintain energetic integrity. That's why in this year, the focus shifts from being the source of healing light and energy to being the inspired source for those who choose that option and to learn to shift some of our energy to our own needs. One of the energy tools that will be very useful and helpful in 2022 is discernment, which means to separate, differentiate, distinguish, and discriminate. When we use discernment, we look at people, situations, and events firstly as to how they fit or align with us and our path and our energy. We look at intention, agendas, purpose, and meaning. Rather than saying yes to taking on new healing paths or responsibilities or commitments, we consider the cost to us and our energy. We look at whether this is something we want to do and whether it is an asset to our overall intention and energy potential, or whether it's a liability, something that will drain us of our joy, peace of mind, and peace of heart. We need to move forward now and spend a lot less time on healing ourselves and especially healing others or wanting to heal the world. 
Since 2000, we have been in a battle between the dark and the light. Look what happened in 2001. And we have seen a lot of examples of the darkest of 3D energies at work in the past two years. And they are not over yet, but we have an advantage because light always overtakes the darkness. If we learned anything in 2021, whose theme was energetic sovereignty, it's that we have to do the work to get the outcomes. And that ascension was not going to be the easy breezy, effortless, magical journey to unicorn and fairyland that we thought it would be, or have been led to believe that it would be. As I always say, Ascension is an integration, not a takeover. We are integrating 5D energy into 3D, not destroying 3D so 5D can take over. We have been through some tough times, and it has been hard to get through some of the challenges we faced, especially those that involved friends, family, and loved ones. But we did discover our strength, resolve, resilience, and commitment to our ascension journey. We also learned who were our real friends and who were just pretending to like us or to be aligned with or resonating with us. We learned where we could focus our energy and where we should maintain our energy boundaries. How we use our energy is important in 2022. So removing distractions and energy drains is also important. A lot of that work was done in 2021. We also learned some very dark truths about the world we live in and what we thought was the truth. And we learned one of our most important lessons, that we cannot change or control what others decide to do. That's why discernment is a key energy tool for success, peace, love, and joy in 2022. Awakening was a big outcome of 2021. So as we enter 2022, we are awake, aware, and anxious about what's next, what we have to look forward to, and what is going to happen next. Did we anticipate the lockdowns, lockouts, segregation, division, tyranny, and chaos of 2021? I don't think anyone could have predicted to what lengths that would go, but as I have been writing for many years, 3D will not go down without a fight. And this is truly the end of the full density of 3D and the beginning of the integration of 3D, 5D with a strong emphasis on 5D and multidimensionality. This will test our commitment and resolve and our ability to maintain our energetic integrity no matter what is going on around us. There may be tiny pockets of 3D energy left after this year, but they'll be small and insignificant and without power. We don't have to fight the darkness. We just have to shine our light more brightly. Fear is a source of power for the dense 3D paradigm. So if we don't engage in fear energy, we aren't supporting the density. The egregious nature of the actions taken against communities and societies is something that cannot be ignored. And we're looking at a full scale assault against humanity by these dark forces. And we're seeing humanity fight back. There are a lot more of us than there are of them to regain control of its lives, its future, and its very existence. Don't underestimate the, the power or importance of what's going on in the world right now. This is the extent of what we're facing as we enter this pivotal year of 2022. Will we win? We are winning. And we have both critical mass and critical momentum. 
Each time someone awakens to their own power and light, we increase the momentum of the light movement and expansion exponentially. But that doesn't mean that we can sit back and relax. We have to maintain our energetic frequency and vibration to maintain the energy flow. Everyone participates and everyone's participation is important. But as someone mentioned, we enter 2022 with several billion more awakened people than we had in 2021. This is going to start off the year on a much higher vibe than we did in 2021 and certainly at the beginning of this millennium. Here are the energy events for 2022. We have several big energy events this year that support our ongoing 3D, 5D ascension integration. And we'll begin with a big one, the entry of Jupiter into Pisces, which started on December 28th, 2021. This is a highly spiritual energy aspect, and it completes a Jupiter cycle that started in 2012. What was the big theme of 2012 that everyone thought was going to be the event of the ages? The 12-12-12 and the 12-21-12 dates, which did not meet our expectations at all, but they did start an awakening that is culminating now. Jupiter in Pisces will meet with Neptune this year and stir up a spiritual revival which has not happened in 155 years. This potent conjunction always creates a spiritual renewal, a new level of spiritual alignment with new truths and new insights into our spiritual nature. In the 1850s, the most recent Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, the concept of spirituality beyond religion was introduced. At that time, they were focused on spirits, entities, and ghosts. There was a big interest in seances and speaking to the dead. Now we'll have a renewed interest in spirituality, but it is coupled with energy, frequency, and vibration, and not focused on trying to get the dead to talk to us. We are not going back into the past. We are moving forward into the expanded multidimensional reality of our 3D, 5D ascension integration. The spiritual revival will focus on the divine human, energetic congruence, and multidimensionality. This is a continuation of the energetic theme of 2021, since we cannot be energetically sovereign unless we are in control of the energy, frequency, and vibration, as well as the flow and direction of our energy. And another big energy event, we have the nodes changing signs from Gemini, Sagittarius to Taurus and Scorpio. Now, this is a significant point in the 19-year lunar node cycle, and I'm only mentioning it here because of this cycle. In April 2003, the lunar nodes were in Taurus Scorpio, so that cycle is ending and a new cycle is beginning. But the more important lunar node reference points to 2012, when the lunar nodes were in Scorpio and Taurus. The north node is the first sign, and it's the one that leads the energy. In 2012, when we believed we would see the outward manifestation of the ascension cycle, we were led inward, which is the path of, of the phoenix that Scorpio refers to. Death and rebirth, rising from the ashes of the past and being led through our own dark night of the soul to create the dawn of a new life paradigm. If the world seemed to fall asleep after the lackluster results of 2012, it is awake now. Now we have Taurus leading the lunar energy, and it's a much more grounded, self-centered energy. 
while Taurus energy can be stubborn and selfish, it's also grounded in the self. Think of value and self-esteem, self-worth and self-care. Taurus can be very self-indulgent and we could use some of that energy right now as we are called to shift from healing to wholeness, from the self-denial of the martyred healer to the self-affirmation of the Christed awareness. And we have Uranus, planetary ruler of transformation, new thought, ideas, and surprises, and the 5D aspects in Taurus now too, adding its shocking, electrifying energy to the process. Probably the biggest energy event of 2022 is something that I've been writing about for quite a while now because it is so important is the U.S. Pluto return, which is also a global Pluto return as you can see happening now. As I've been writing for several months and you can see the June and October 2021 energy reports on the blog for detailed information about this. The previous placement of Pluto and Capricorn led the movement away from being subject to monarchs to being independent self-sovereign beings. That was a huge shift for the time, which was 1762 to 1778. Now we're having another global Pluto return, and this one addresses our energetic sovereignty. Are we going to be energetically sovereign, or are we going to allow our energy to be used to power the next generation of AI and the agenda of hooking everyone up to the internet? This is not a far out science fiction theory. It is very real, and it hinges on our willingness to surrender our energetic sovereignty via the current, you know what, plan. Sorry, I can't write or say the words or this article will get censored. Again, this is not some far out conspiracy theory. This is the absolute truth. And if you want to learn more about it, look up transhumanism, singularity, internet of things for more information about this. We will have three passes for the U.S. Pluto return on February 20th, July 11th, and December 28th, all in 2022. And another close pass in September 2023 before Pluto ends its time in Capricorn, by the way, where it's been since 2008, and moves into Aquarius. If you study the history of Pluto returns, which happen approximately every 247 years, they mark big changes in society, government, and the general population. This one will be no exception, and we have been feeling the impact for the past few years. One thing I noticed about Pluto returns in various countries is they tend to be accompanied with by revolution, power to the people movements, big changes in governments and social and public policy, especially if it has been tyrannical, controlling, diabolical, and oppressive. That said, let's see what happens with the Pluto return this year, because that certainly describes most of the world's governments in the last two years. Here's the energy theme of 2022. Every year has an energy theme, a particular focus on what we can embrace and engage with to make the most of the energy of that year. In 2021, the theme was energetic sovereignty. And we saw a lot of movement towards that, as well as a lot of pressure to suppress it. We experienced open tyranny in a way that I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. And yet, we're seeing it all over the world. Notice I use the word open because this level of tyranny has been 
present for decades. We just didn't know it was there. Now we do. And we're surprised, but it's not new. We are, we're just able to see it now. This year's energy theme is an extension of the energetic sovereignty theme of 2021, and it is self-ideation, the idea of ourself as healed, whole, and congruent. It is the only way we can make progress in any area of our energetic growth and expansion by having a clear foundation, and that means clearing out trauma, grief, guilt, anger, regrets, resentment, shame, fear, and all of those associated energies. In 2010, I introduced the concept of Becoming 360, which is the state of energetic congruence and divine harmony. Self-ideation is the embodiment of that concept into our physical, emotional, mental, and energetic reality. We've been working on our healing for lifetimes. Now we have to embody the idea of being healed, and more than that, we are energetically whole and complete. Our energy field is wholly congruent, and we are in the flow of divine harmony. This is the full embodiment of the 360-degree human, spiritual and material synergy manifesting as divine perfection in every aspect of our life. An idea is more than a thought or a belief. It is the manifestation of a thought or belief as knowledge. A thought is a consideration. An idea is a vision that we can use to manifest from. We must learn to know ourselves as divinely perfect, energetically congruent, and whole. The idea of the divine partnership of human self and divine self is what we've been striving to accomplish, and now we must know that this is who we are. There is no one who has the power or authority to tell us this. There's no standard we have to meet. This is a decision and a knowing that we make for ourselves. And when we make that decision, the healing process is complete. Our 3D experience has been fulfilled and we can progress into our full 5D integration and create our personal heaven on earth. So here are the three parts of the self-ideation triad. And I've written about this in a couple of previous newsletters. I introduced it because it was relevant to how the energy was carrying over from 2021 into 2022. So first in self-ideation triad, we have self-awareness being fully grounded in our own energy and also the awareness of ourselves as a combination of human and divine, the smallest self and the largest self working in synergy, the idea of the co-creative partnership. We have self-reliance, being fully whole in our own energy and not dependent on anyone for energetic completion or wholeness. This is not having any needs where we depend on other people or we depend on them to feel complete in some way. Kind of like the person who says, I've got to have a man or I've got to have a woman in my life in order to feel complete. That is not part of self-reliance. We learn to be whole and complete within ourselves. And then we can have relationships with people who are also whole and complete. And self-empowerment, being our own source of power and without energy gaps or seeking power from others or giving our power away to them. 
Self-empowerment is part of our self-esteem and all of our self-empowerment really hinges on our ability to be self-reliant, to be self-aware, but also to be our own source of power, to not feel like we need to draw power or get power from other people. We don't need their approval or their alignment with us to feel powerful or to feel accepted or to feel safe. This theme carries through every aspect of our being and brings us back to our energetic center, who we are, the path we're on, the possibilities we will consider, the potential we wish to explore and expand, and the energies we want in our life. Our energetic resonance depends on our ability to know that we can embody that resonance and use our thoughts and beliefs to create an energy container which becomes the idea and manifestation of that level of energetic resonance, frequency, and vibration. This is not about ego or 3D. It is the idea of ourselves as integrated spiritual humans, the self and self, human and spirit, operating in total synergy, heaven on earth embodied in us and our physical bodies being the energetic containers for energy, which is what we are. What is excluded from our self-ideation is any healing commitments, obligations, contracts, promises, and karmic cycles. We can still engage in those, but it won't be as tempting or as enticing to try to get someone to see, embrace, and embody the light. We're tired. We're seeking more fulfillment and joy, and we want to get on with the journey. Everyone who's been part of your healing journey and karmic path has all the tools and information they need to get their healing done and to get out of their healing cycles. It's time to give them the responsibility for their healing, which was always theirs anyway. If you're feeling the need to step into greater joy, it's your soul sign that you are off the path of the healer and onto the path of self-fulfillment. Supporting the 2022 energy theme of self-ideation is the concept of discernment, which I mentioned earlier, which is how we assess whether something is right for our path or not. We're moving away from the light worker as a martyred healer, someone who takes on other suffering and limits their light and energy to help others heal. We cannot do this any longer if we're going to integrate 5D energy. There's no karma in 5D. So that's why we have spent so much time dealing with karmic lessons, groups, cycles, and soul missions. At some point, we have to be finished with that part of our life purpose. And only we have the power and authority to say when this is done. If you're feeling the need to step into greater joy, it's your soul's signal that you are off the path of the healer and onto the path of self-fulfillment and self-ideation. Power periods. Power periods are times when the energies are very high and there's a much greater potential for change, transformation, and manifestation. I see this happening in January through March, July, and October. This is an overview of power periods. You'll get more detail about these in the monthly energy reports. In January, we have Jupiter and Pisces, the lunar node shifts into Taurus Scorpio and the Capricorn conjunction with Pluto of the personal planets, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. We also have both Mercury and Venus retrograde. 
In February, we have the ongoing Pluto conjunctions, a powerful new moon on February 17th that brings forward the August 21st, 2017 Great American Eclipse Energy and then the exact Pluto return for the U.S. is on February 22nd, 2022. We'll probably see a lot of chaos this summer, June and July, as I've said previously, but I see a big improvement in the global situation in March. So keep your energy high and expect wonderful things to happen. Not because I said they would, but because if we all set our intention for the tyranny to end, it will. Fear feeds the darkest energies, and if we refuse to engage in fear, then they have no connection with our energy. Eclipse periods in 2022 include April, May, and October, November. Since eclipses follow 19-year cycles, this takes us back to the eclipse energies from the early 2000s, when we were just embarking on this heightened ascension cycle. What do we know now that we did not know then? Are we more enlightened, connected, and aware than we were then? One of the blessings of the eclipses in 2022 is that we have Uranus and Taurus, so it's going to add a big dose of energy to this year's eclipse cycles. In October, we have the final Saturn-Uranus square happening, which was a major energy theme in 2021, and it will be in 2022. This is why there's so much chaos happening now as we're seeing the forces for light ascension and energy expansion being attacked by the 3D paradigm of power control and domination. We are engaged in the battle between the dark and the light and it's full on this year as it has been for the past two years. It will end soon, but this is the time to keep expanding your light, using your energy boundaries, setting strong intentions, and being firmly grounded in your energy field. You're part of the battle too, and your light counts. There is a lot of carryover energy from 2021 happening in 2022, as we have not finished with the ongoing drama of the tyranny that is the response to our empowered energetic sovereignty. I have always said that we should not expect the dark energies to go away without a fight, and they have not. If anything, they seem to get more dense, more tyrannical, and more ridiculous in their demands. And that's what we'll see in 2022 as well. But where we were open to consideration in the last two years, we aren't anymore. I think one of the other themes of 2022 will be resist. The Atlantis Connection. If you're feeling extra anxious about all this, you can look to Atlantis, our most recent Ascension experience, to see what is going on with the world as what we're experiencing is a replay of that time. When I was guided to write the book, The Atlantis Legacy, I didn't know that I'd been there and had been witness to the terrible destruction of humanity and the planet. I also discovered that the legacy of Atlantis is why so many of us are here today and why we've chosen to be here now to ensure that Atlantis doesn't happen again. So why is this ascension cycle in what appears to be such dire straits? Because it's part of the process of overcoming our Atlantis experience, which also mirrors every other ascension process. Ascension was never meant to be a single, short, and glorious rise into the ethers. It is a dimensional shift, a portal into a new paradigm. Like any birth process, it's messy, tough, and challenging. 
And as I have said for a long time, I lay the blame for this belief that it should be easy on the people who have said that ascension is an easy jaunt into the land of rainbows, fairies, and unicorns. It was never going to be like that, and its difficulty and previous misses have ensured that another generation would undertake yet another attempt at bringing the planet into a new ascension cycle, and here we are. Most of those who identify as light workers, energy workers, healers, intuitives, teachers, spiritual mentors, leaders, indigos and crystals, and who follow the spiritual path, or who feel out of place, alone, and who have difficulty dealing with the 3D world, are here because you want to participate in a successful ascension cycle and avoid repeating the Atlantis experience or the experience of Lemuria or Pangaea or any of the other previous disasters that ended an ascension cycle. A shift in purpose. Have you been holding light and energy for the planet for a long time and are you getting tired of it? Do you have what I call ascension fatigue and you don't want to participate in the process in the same way you have been? Lately, I've been speaking to clients who tell me they've been doing energy work, healing, teaching, or following some kind of spiritual path for many years, and they don't want to do it anymore. They're a little surprised and anxious about these feelings because they feel that their work is not done yet, especially with the events of the last two years. And they believe more efforts required, but they do not want to do it. And they don't have to, because what we're seeing is the birth of a new generation of light warriors who are stepping up to their front lines and leading the light charge. I've always said that ascension is a relay race, not a marathon. And we have to step aside and let the next runners take their turn. Until now, we have been running the marathon because we had to, but as the awakening process has progressed and we've reached both critical mass and critical momentum, many want to be part of the process and they are taking over the battle. This generation of light warriors is far more comfortable with 3D than we are, so we need to let them have their place on the ascension battlefield as they are far more effective at dealing with the darkest 3D density than we are. And they need to participate in this effort too, as part of their soul mission. We did our work. We held the light and energy for lifetimes. And we have been fully present and working hard in this lifetime. Now we can pass the ascension baton to the next group of light warriors who will take over while we take on our next assignment, preparing the 5D paradigm. Our most important assignment was to participate in getting ascension to this point and awakening humanity, and that has been done. Once we awaken, we do not go back to sleep, and people are awakening in huge numbers every day. Now, some people are not waking up or willing to cross the 4D bridge, and we will see the continued separation between those who want to expand their light and those who want to stay in their darkness. It is hard when you cannot share the light with those you love and care for the most, but it is their choice and you cannot change it. Unfortunately, some of those energy gaps will happen with family, friends, and people you thought would be walking down the ascension path with you. 
Remember, we're moving out of the karma of 3D into the creativity of 5D. And some people simply do not have that as part of their life path. Mastering the morphogenic field, also called the miracle zone. The morphogenic field, or what I call the field of potential, is the energy we use to manifest everything in our lives. You learned about this in my book, Ascending into Miracles, The Path of Spiritual Mastery, which I published in 2011. This is how we create miracles, by moving energy with our intention, alignment, and integration. We think that creating miracles is a special power, but it is not. It is how we manifest our reality when we learn to use energy. More specifically, it is how we connect to our own field of potential or morphogenic field and focus on the potential and not just the possibilities. There are two parts to the morphogenic field, the differentiated part and the undifferentiated part. The differentiated part is what we know as possibilities, positive or negative. These are things we know we can manifest, will manifest, or hold space for the future manifestation. It's a known quantity, and while we create from it, we just repeat energy cycles and do the same things over and over. It's a kind of comfort zone. We know we can create certain things because we've done it before, and it's really safe to try and recreate something you know that you can do versus trying something new because you're not sure about that. The real miracles, those surprising new and fabulous things that happen occur when we connect to the undifferentiated part of our morphogenic field or field of potential. Here we have the new uses of energy, the bold moves that create transformational miracles. Remember when I manifested my free trip to France? I could have done it the known way by buying a ticket or somehow getting the money to go. Instead, I let the energetic potential lead the way and I got to go for free by being a translator on a tour, something I didn't know was possible. That's what becomes possible when we connect to our field of of potential and the undifferentiated aspects of our morphogenic field. We have this in our lives and it exists for the planet. The miracles of peace, joy, connection, and the full expression of the 5D energies we want to manifest in the world are part of the morphogenic field and the field of potential for humanity. That exists as a potential and it becomes a reality when we decide that it is what we want in our lives individually and collectively. Mastering the morphogenic fields and our field of potential and learning how to use energy is important if we're going to complete the ascension timeline in a way that we want to see happen where we integrate 5D and we move into the 5D dimensional plane. The ascension timelines. There are many different ascension timelines, which we tend to coalesce into two possibilities. Ascension either works or it doesn't. If it works, we move into multidimensionality and everything is great. If it doesn't work, we get to experience another great global cataclysm like Atlantis and we all perish. But there are more than two ascension timelines, as there are many variations of these timelines. Some are more pleasant than others, and any of them are possible. We decide which timeline manifests, although some of those aspects are not what we thought would happen. If this is true, I can hear you some of you saying, then what happened during the last two years? That was part of the Ascension timeline, and it was a wake-up call for humanity. Did people wake up? 
many did. Are people more committed to ascension now than before? Yes, they are. Did everyone make this forward leap? No, and they were not supposed to. These timelines also offer choice points for people to decide what they want to do and how they want their personal ascension journey to manifest. Some people are happy in the dark. Others want to be in the brightest possible light. And many others are somewhere in the middle, but everyone except those who really want to stay in the dark are more aware of the 5D energies of community, collaboration, connection, creativity, and cooperation. And look at how much that is manifesting around us in so many different ways. What blocks our access to strong, high vibration, multidimensional ascension timelines is our belief that ascension is part of everyone's life path. It is not. And that it happens the same way for everyone. It does not. And that it's something that everyone will be participating in. They will, to some extent, but definitely not in the same way. And we disrupt the flow of the timelines when we think that the presence of chaos, challenges, and conflicts means that we're no longer on the Ascension timeline. We are, and it's all part of the process. If you remember the Ascension map I shared with you multiple times, and the Ascension process map includes the different steps in the image here. There are three main parts to Ascension, Descension, Transcension, and Ascension. During descension, where spiritual energy comes down, we have a problem where we see the problem, awakening, disintegration, and chaos. Chaos is a natural byproduct of disintegration. Then we go through transcension, which is the 4D bridge, helps us make our way over to the 5D side. And then the ascension cycle includes awareness, enlightenment, energy expansion, and finally ascension. And that process repeats over and over again. The problem is we get through the ascension cycle once and think it's all over, we're done. Or we wait for the ascension to happen and it never does. Then when something else comes up, we think we made a mistake, we failed, we didn't get it right because it was only supposed to happen once. We do not have the ascension. We have many small ascension processes and cycles happening all the time. That's why I always say to celebrate your victories, milestones, and advances, because each one represents an ascension cycle. We are ultimately in control of the ascension timelines, and we will determine how that process unfolds individually and collectively. It could be a wonderful experience or a terrible one. It's up to us and how we decide to proceed. But there's no failure and no skip steps either. We are all on the ascension path in our own way individually and as part of the collection ascension path of humanity. The ongoing path to 5D integration. We are indeed living in perilous, confusing, and difficult times, but the light always wins over the darkness and it will prevail here too. We cannot get discouraged or disheartened over what we are seeing in the world. That will prolong the challenges because it's our willingness to insist on the highest energies and the continuation of our 3D, 5D ascension integration that will push ascension forward. 
onward, upward, and outward, moving forward, raising our individual and collective vibration, and then expanding our energy field is how we continue to receive, align with, and integrate ascension energy. We have been bringing in 5D energy for many years now, and that will continue. Expect to feel bigger energy downloads and shifts too, which means more fatigue, coma naps, energy hangovers, and the ups and downs that come with big energy moves. But we've been doing this for a long time, and we're used to it, even if it can be rather unpleasant. Do you remember when the big shifts and downloads started happening around 2005? They were very hard to deal with, and we had a lot of ascension symptoms with some fairly challenging physical, emotional, and energetic side effects. We are receiving much higher frequencies and bigger energy downloads now, and while they're still unsettling and can be challenging, we have been desensitized to the process after many years of adjusting our body to become a more efficient energy container. Remember the energies of 5D, community, connection, collaboration, cooperation, and creativity that are the foundation of our ascension path. We can be more successful with this process and less challenged by what is going on in the world and in our lives by focusing more on the energy and less on the emotions and the 3D reality. The more high-frequency energy we bring into the earth grid, the more we are aware of the 3D density, because while it has been hidden from us for a very long time, it is no longer hidden now, and we will see more of it as the year progresses. But as quickly as the dark, dense energies are being revealed, people are awakening in greater numbers. Have you ever watched the sunrise and notice how you initially see the faint glimmer of light on the horizon, barely visible in the darkness, and then suddenly the entire sky is light and there's no more darkness? This is what we need to focus on in this year. Your personal 2022 success strategy. Everyone wants to know how they can be happier, wealthier, wiser, have more fun, create new relationships and new love, and overall, have a more enjoyable experience in a new year. We make bold New Year's resolutions that we abandon after a few weeks because they don't work out or are too hard or the results don't happen. What's going to make this year different? A lot, I think. And it's especially true of this year because the past few years have been so difficult. The truth so glaringly obvious and the lessons about the importance of our energetic sovereignty have been so riveting. With the knowledge that we must maintain control of our energy and that we do have control over our reality and no one else's, plus the calling of our relationships, we're ready for a change. The problem with any easy New Year's resolution process is that we think we'll get massive transformation without making any changes. We have to let some things go if we want new things in our life. We have to be willing to embrace and embody new energies to become a higher version of ourselves. We have to be willing to risk the disapproval, judgment, criticism, and rejection by people whose approval once meant everything to us. And for many of us, those changes were made last year. Now, if you have no friends or family connections remaining, you're ready to seek more energetically congruent communities. If you're tired of living where you are now and no longer want to be the energy anchor, light source, or healer for those communities, 
it is time to seek a more energetically congruent community. And if your job, lifestyle, career, or other parts of your life are feeling old, stale, and unmotivating, it's time to seek changes. When we are ready to make profound changes, we're ready to allow transformation to happen. So if you're ready to do that this year, here are a few predictions I will make for your personal transformation. Number one, it's time for a new generation of healers to take over. So if you've been doing that kind of work and you're tired of it, be open to new avenues for work and career. If you followed me for more than five or seven years, I have been saying this since about 2005, that the active generation of healers, energy workers, light workers that were in place then would eventually move on to other things and be replaced by a new generation of light workers, energy healers, and teachers. And if that's the case for you, be open to new avenues because this is part of your life path and it's part of your own soul mission for your life. And that change may be going back to the corporate or work world you left years ago. Remember, you bring your energy with you wherever you go. So if that's calling to you, don't reject it because it's 3D. Number two, romance has been lacking for so long and it's time for us to bring real, connected, congruent, and energetically resonant relationships into our lives. This happens when we stop seeking to heal others or ourselves through our relationships. If you want a relationship that's based on love, you can have it this year, but be aware that you cannot go into relationships now with healing or being healed as your mission or agenda. Number three, if you have been an energy anchor in your community or town or a light bearer, light source, or healing energy there, it may be time to move this year. So many community demographics are changing now, and the influx of people into and out of city, states, and countries is shifting the energy dynamics of those places. Don't worry about where you're moving. Focus on the community, life and lifestyle, people, activities, and connections you want. Your new 5D community is waiting for you. Number four. If you're confused about which direction to take this year, focus on the outcomes, what you want to achieve or accomplish, and make it short term. Things are changing quickly, so what you want now may shift in a few months. And remember that one of our biggest limiters is our fear of consequences. Choices do have consequences, and it's our unwillingness to face consequences that stops us from moving forward and makes us feel stuck. Number five, be bold in your intentions and make them as big as you can. Leave some room for miracles and for the universe to deliver. We set our intention for what we think we can get. This is the differentiated morphogenic field instead of what is truly possible for us. And that gets disappointing results. Don't be afraid to go big and bold with your intentions. You can never out-ask the universe. Number six, Learn to say no to what is not going to serve you and be firm. Overextending and overcommitting yourself to others serves an agenda that goes beyond wanting to be nice and helpful. You want their approval, acknowledgement, commitment, connection, love, or respect. You want them to like you, so you are not a target of their rejection or betrayal. I'm not being cynical here. 
This is what I see in many clients who take on far more they can handle, so others will like them. Maintain your energy boundaries and put yourself first. Your energy needs to be conserved for your own journey. It's better to give from your excess than to deplete your own resources so you have nothing left for yourself. Number seven, intend to be happy, to live in joy, to enjoy your life, to have all the things you want and to live an abundantly wealthy life. Our joy doesn't follow getting what we want. It is the foundation for being energetically aligned with the great things that we want. Focus on the joy first and everything that is part of your joyful life will be available to you. Number eight, in times of great chaos, the world needs bright lights. Let yours shine brightly, no matter what you see and hear going on around you. Fear feeds dark energies. The light makes them irrelevant. We need all the bright lights we can get now, so shine on. Number nine, use the past wisely and sparingly. The more you focus on the past, the less you're in the present. The past is useful for remembering lessons and what to avoid in the present, but it cannot be changed or altered, and staying in the past just creates anger and resentment. Number 10. Let being grounded, centered, and balanced in your energy field be your source of guidance this year. If something doesn't feel right, avoid it. If you feel out of balance energetically in a situation, move on. If you know someone depletes or drains your energy, let them go. Commit to maintaining your energetic integrity this year, and that will help you have a joyful, joy-filled, glorious, high-vibe year. The best way to manage the energy this year is to use your energy tools, your, your energy boundaries, set powerful intentions, focus on your own energy flows, and especially your energy congruence. Being energetically balanced, centered, and grounded at all times, no matter what is going on around you, is critical to maintaining your energetic congruence. The illusion of 3D is powerful, but it is based on paradigms that are not aligned with humanity's 5D ascension energy. Power, domination, control, competition, and separation are not what humanity wants now. The 5D energies of community, connection, cooperation, collaboration, and creativity are our focus. This year is a turning point in our individual and collective journeys, and we knew this time would come when it was time to pass the baton to the next generation of healers because we have other things to do, like rediscover our own joy, create our 5D paradigms, and celebrate the work we have done to get to this point in the Ascension journey when humanity is awake, aware, and aligned with Ascension. Take this year one day at a time and stay out of the fear because that is what feeds the negative energy. Instead, celebrate how far we've come since we began this journey. If you've been following me for a long time, this is the 19th year for me because I started in October 2003 when Archangel Uriel first contacted me and I wrote my first newsletter in February of 2004. So we have been at this for a while. And I said, those of you who've been following me since the beginning or close to the beginning have been on this path with me now for almost 20 years. I can't even imagine. 
Notice how each step forward brings more of humanity into the 5D community and the 5D energy space. Be positive and let yourself be inspired and encouraged by what you see around you. Yes, times are tough, but that tough energy is helping us make progress every moment. This year is a turning point and we each participated in getting here and in moving forward. Your part is simple. Seek joy, peace, love, prosperity, and energetic congruence in all that you do. You don't have to heal anyone or the world. Be a source of inspiration and shine your light so brightly that everyone wants to bask in the glow. I know that we will come through this year shining brightly just as we have the past few years. We may have been a little bruised, but we stuck together. We held our light. We pushed forward through the challenges and we maintained our commitment to the ascension cycle and our energy work through it all. We have more help now, so it will be easier and we can take the time to focus more on our own path. So take a well-deserved break from the chaos occasionally and let someone else run that next lap for you. We are energy warriors. We've done this before and we are here to do it again and we will prevail. Here's to a great year ahead for all of us. Many bright blessings, Jennifer Hoffman. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.